Why listen to the past when you can listen to the future? Welcome to the Think Future podcast, broadcasting from deep in the heart of Silicon Valley, California. We focus on innovation, startups and the future, not necessarily those and not necessarily in that order. Here's your host. Good morning everyone and welcome to Think Future. My name is Chris Kalabukas and once again we're coming at you live from deep in the heart of Silicon Valley, California. We're talking innovation, startups, the future. Not necessarily those and not necessarily in that order. If you're watching on YouTube, smack that subscribe button and hit that bell so you can be notified when a new show comes online. And if you're listening on your favorite podcast service, please subscribe and please drop a note on Apple Podcasts. I'd greatly, greatly appreciate it. So shocker, shocker, the news just came out from a former Twitter employee and a security consultant that a full 80%, 80% of the users on Twitter are bots or spam accounts. Now, I don't know if this is true or not. I don't know if this is true or not because what is truth? I mean, really, what is truth? I mean, I've talked about that on my show many times, but the reality is, is that I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if 80% of the users or the supposed users on Twitter are bots because it all falls in with the dead internet theory. I mean, I don't know if you've listened to one of my previous shows. We were talking about the dead internet theory, which was a theory that most of the internet is not, it appears to be full of people. It appears to be a full of a lot of human beings talking to each other, riffing off each other, arguing with each other. But the theory is, is that those people aren't real. They're just bots talking to each other. It's AI talking to each other. And some AI is better than others. Some of it is, most of it is bots and spam. And this recent revelation, if it is the truth, is interesting because it totally falls in to the theory that 80% that the dead internet theory is closer to the truth. Because like I said, what is truth? Now, people are like, oh my God, that's a shock. That's a total shock. I can't believe that that's the case. But the reality is, is that it falls right in with the whole thing I was talking about with principles of influence. Now, I think I've mentioned a while back Robert Cialdini, who was the author of a book called Influence, he was talking about the different principles of influence, how you influence individuals to do something. And he wrote that book actually for consumers to help them combat influence peddling from corporations. But corporations use it as a handbook to help them to influence their customers or their prospects. And I've done shows in the past talking about how some of those principles of influence are no longer valid because of the internet. And the one which has become more and more valid is social proof. Now I'm going to put links into the previous show. So you get, you can go back and listen to those, to those shows or go to the blog post talking about that. But basically there were some six principles and I talked about how four or five of them aren't really valid anymore, but a couple of them have become 
incredibly important. And one of the ones that has become incredibly important, in fact, it's almost more important than any of the others, is social proof. The fact that other people are doing something and a large quantity of other people are doing something, it makes us more likely to do the exact same thing. For example, when you go to a restaurant, what do you ask for? The least popular dish or the most popular dish? You ask for the most popular dish because you want to know what everybody else got. Are you going to go watch a video? Let's say that there's two videos on YouTube and one video has had three and a half million views and one video has had 350 views. Which video, and they're both on the same topic, which video are you more likely to want to view? Probably the one, the first one, the one with more views, right? You figure if it has more views, more people must have found it valuable, right? But what if the 80% bot issue, what if the dead internet theory is true? What if most of those views on that video are actually false, fake? They were set by YouTube or they were set by services that have bots or human beings in, in poor countries watch these videos for money. There are plenty of services out there that will pump up your views for you. But the question is, is it unethical to use one of those services when nowadays social proof is so important? And I'll tell you something, when I was younger, long time ago, in the days prior to Reddit and 4chan and those kind of message board places, we used to have these things called bulletin board systems or BBSs. And there were places where geeks like me could communicate to each other. You'd connect via a modem, that's right, a modem over phone lines, and you would get a screen and it was an ASCII text and it would be PC board or Wildcat or any one of these types of software and you could go in there and you could po post messages on message boards and there was email and all that stuff. This is pre-internet days, before we had all the access to do that. There were networks that allowed people to do this. And I remember back then, one of the tactics that people used to draw people to their boards was to go in there and create a bunch of fake accounts and then have them all arguing with each other to make people think that there's a lot of activity going on on the board. And when there was a lot of activity going on the board, it was kickstarting the activity on the board. When there was a lot of activity on the board, then people were more likely to jump in and go, I wanna join this conversation. And that tactic is basically the same tactic that Twitter and 4chan and Reddit and all these other places are using to try and make their, their boards seem more animated than others. Now, it also has the effect of allowing you to, to guide people's opinion by posting articles of a certain slant. So if you figure that 60% of the articles or 80% of the articles on this service have a certain slant and you think that these are all individual people, then you think that all of these people have that slant. It's dangerous because it's not reality. But what's happened here is that we have gotten to the point where social proof has become the most important thing. And because social proof has become the most important thing, it has become the thing that is being fabricated to make people come and see things. We have become 
people who just chase after social proof. If something's popular, if something has a lot of views, if something is being promoted by the big tech companies, we have to go look at it. We have to see what it is. Social proof drives everything, whether it's quality content or not. If this turns out to be true, if 80% of Twitter actually turns out to be bots, don't you think it's true that that same kind of thing has been going on at all these other companies, all these other social media, all these times? When you hear about so-and-so influencer has a million followers on Instagram, are those real or are those fake? It throws everything into question, doesn't it? Throws everything into question. So what do we do? Simple. We have to look at those numbers and say to ourselves, these may not be true. Is this content really good quality? Or has this person artificially pumped up their views by some reason or another? We need to come up with new algorithms which drive quality over quantity. We have to question ourselves when we look at something that has a lot of views and go, is that the better content simply because it has more views? Does it have more views because more people are actually looking at it? Or does it have more views because something has faked those numbers? This is a dangerous thing, people, that we've got come across. If this is true, if all these numbers that we're seeing across the board can be faked and are being faked, then doesn't that throw into question the true popularity of all this stuff? And we should be questioning these things. We should be questioning why certain things are seem to be more popular than others. Is it reality or is it fake? We need to figure out what's true what's real. That's it for me for today. See you next time. And until then, don't forget to think future.